Chapter Thirty of In Search of Treasure by Horatio Alger Jr. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Thirty Looking for Treasure. Though not very high, the hill on which Guy and his friends were seated was of sufficient altitude to command a general view of the entire island. With the exception of this hill, the surface of the island was flat, and it was possible to see its general contour. In front, at a comparatively short distance, the osprey rode at anchor. It is the sight of the ship that makes me feel comfortable said abner titcombe pointing to it through the clear atmosphere they could see distinctly all that passed on board the vessel see said luke clark the captain is pacing the deck with an impatient step ten to one he doesn't enjoy being detained here i know he doesn't said guy he loses no opportunity to ridicule my search after the treasure and thinks mr saunders an idiot for the expense he has incurred in chartering the vessel i don't see what business it is of his said titcombe you or rather mr saunders are paying the owners well for the time consumed true but he is impatient to go on to bombay he asked me if i couldn't get through my search in three days what did you say that this time was entirely insufficient it is a pity that captain grover is not in command yes it would be a great deal more comfortable for me from time to time as they could see the captain looked toward the island and then resumed his walk i wonder he doesn't propose to come on shore and aid you in the search guy i don't think he cares to have me succeed for some reason which i don't understand he appears to have taken a dislike to me it is partly because you are independent of him he has authority over all on board the osprey except ourselves and this chafes him i shouldn't like to be in the power of such a man nor i but for your firmness luke and myself would have lost our cabin privileges and been obliged to eat with the sailors so far as pleasant society is concerned i should be as willing to keep company with them as with captain richmond i feel the same way but i was unwilling that the captain should impose upon me boys said luke clark suddenly i think we made a mistake in not bringing some water with us i am beginning to feel thirsty i shall feel so soon said titcombe we may as well hunt for a spring thirst is if anything harder to bear than hunger very well said guy let us make a search they descended the opposite slope of the hill and in a covert near the bottom found a clear pellucid spring from which they dipped water in the hollow of their hands and drank there was a slight mineral flavor which was not unpleasant and all three enjoyed the cooling draughts this is a very important discovery said titcombe and would be even more so if we were obliged to remain any length of time on the island now guy what shall we do next continue our exploration said guy this is only the first day remember but the captain wants to limit you to three days yes but i have not accepted the limitation 
after travelling so many thousand miles i don't propose to be hurried i applaud your pluck guy you have an unusually strong will for a boy of sixteen from whom do you take it not from my father answered guy he is altogether too gentle and yielding and allows himself to be bossed by one of his deacons fortunately i thwarted deacon crane in one of his schemes when i was at home your father is a minister isn't he yes that accounts for it i don't know some ministers are quite as fond of having their own way as any of their congregation however that isn't the case with my father i suppose guy you have some clue to the place where the treasure is concealed said titcombe i have not inquired hitherto but it seems to me that while we are exploring we may as well keep our eyes open and perhaps we may chance upon the spot it is time i told you what i know answered guy i am obliged to confess that the directions are not as clear and explicit as i should wish yet i think they may be sufficiently so for our purpose go ahead guy said luke clark i confess that my curiosity is aroused then i will tell you all i know guy took from his pocket a roll of paper discolored by time and unfolding it read this paragraph there is a place on the island where six trees are arranged by nature in the shape of a cross as this drawing will show between the second and third of these trees counting from the top downward the pirate's treasure is concealed a large cavity was dug out and in this was placed a sailor's chest in which are stored gold silver and jewels besides a considerable amount in banknotes some english some french and some american as to the value of these treasures no one knew anything except the captain and possibly he was uninformed there is more added guy but this is all that is of importance abner titcombe and luke clark listened thoughtfully that seems a pretty good clue said abner at length it is hardly likely that there will be more than one group of trees arranged in the shape of a cross you are no doubt right i move that we use our eyes as we go along we may come upon this cross this very day i wish we might if we do we may conclude that we have succeeded in our quest even if we do not dig at once for the treasure yes i shall feel more interest in our walk now as we shall have an object in view it seems to me said guy that the pirates might easily have selected a place more difficult to find i don't know about that of course now that we have the clue it seems simple but otherwise how could we be led to suppose that the treasure would be hidden there rather than in any other place all puzzles are easy when you have found out the key to them after this the party naturally confined their explorations to the wooded part of the island somewhere among this multitude of trees were to be found the six trees arranged in the shape of a cross it seems as if it ought to be easy to find said guy yes but you must remember that the woods 
besides running back for perhaps three or four miles reach nearly across the island in breadth it may be a long and tedious search after all but i don't think we can fail to succeed at last yet it may be a matter of weeks before we find the cross at any rate we have the clue it does not require sharpness only patience when midday came all felt hungry and they sat down to eat the provisions they had brought with them as they had discovered water nowhere else they were obliged to work their way back to the spring which they had originally chanced upon it is a pity that we didn't bring a pail with us to hold water so that we need not have been obliged to retrace our footsteps we shall know better how to manage to-morrow the three explorers wandered about till they were very tired and a full hour before the time set they were on the beach waiting for the boat to carry them back to the osprey they were seen from the vessel and in a few minutes they were on board again well said captain richmond addressing guy what have you accomplished we have discovered a spring and explored a part of the island have you found the treasure not yet answered guy so i supposed returned the captain with a sneer he said nothing more but he had succeeded in making guy feel uncomfortable End of chapter thirty